Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at UH1.com. Quality sleep is essential for boosting energy, recovery, and well-being. So, take your sleep to the next level with Sleep Number. With a Sleep Number smart bed, you can individualize your comfort level and enjoy a better sleep night after night. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599, a saving of $300, only for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Welcome to the Insomnia Project. This is Marco Timpano. And on this week's show, we're actually going to dip into one of the Patreon episodes we aired on the Patreon website last year. Unfortunately, Amanda and I are both a little under the weather, and we aren't able to record at this time. So, I didn't want to leave you wanting an episode. I've dug deep into our Patreon episodes, and I hope you enjoy this episode, entitled Soap, that we recorded last year. This is a Patreon episode now available for our regular listeners. Enjoy! Welcome to the Insomnia Project, the Patreon episodes. Thank you for joining us. Of course, we uh, appreciate your patronage. I'm your host, Marco Timpano. Here I am, Amanda Barker. And Amanda, Mm. um, while our season hasn't started, it'll start on February 1st. Of the regular podcast episodes were... I'm sorry, the podcast what? Episodes. 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 The patrons get, uh, you know, uninterrupted episodes. So there we go. All your insomnia project content all the time. All the time. I wanted to talk about soap. Okay. And bars of soap. All right. Because you know I'm a huge fan of soap. Man soap. Yes, man soap, as we refer to it, because I'm always saying, you know what I want? I want some man soap, which is a bar of soap that I can use in the shower uh, as soap. And I don't know why we started calling it man soap, but that's what I want was man Well, soap. because... It sounds uh, a bit so- sexist, that's it, why. It really does. But the soap that I kept getting, I was trading for it. Oh, that's right. It was handmade soap, and it would kind of disintegrate quickly. And then you started getting upset because you said we had no good soap. And I'd be like, we have all this. And you'd be like, mm, it's not. I need a heartier soap. It's true. Um, and for you, you meant, I think, at that point anyway, like bars of soap that you would buy en masse at a grocery store. That's that right. Kind that kind of yeah. soap. You know, you can. An you Irish could, spring, a uh, dial. Uh, an ivory. Mm-hmm. Uh, not ivory. I don't like ivory. Okay. A dove. Yeah. Dove works, yeah. Okay, well, anyway, and so, um, which is funny because Dove is often marketed to women, but uh, for you, that would be called a man soap. Well, it's just a soap that I can hold and has some uh, girth and hardiness to it uh, <laughs> versus versus a soap that's like delicate or thin. Sometimes you would give me like hotel soaps or soaps that were, were too so, thin to use. Some of those hotel soaps? continue to last. I have one going that just lasts and lasts. So there you go. Um, 
and I think we talked before about the project where they take hotel soaps that are gently used mm-hmm. and uh, and melt them down to make soap for developing countries. Oh, I yeah. I, I don't remember that. I'm pretty sure I've talked about it before. So, um, do you know this soap, the soap that we wash our bodies with, is actually technically called toilet soap? What? Yeah, it's called uh, toilet soap. I'm, I'm looking at this on Wikipedia. In a domestic setting, soap, quote unquote, usually refers to what is technically called a toilet soap used for household or personal cleaning. So in other words, the soap that you would use in a toilet or a bathroom or a washroom, whatever you call it, Mm -hmm. uh, when used for cleaning um, other things like uh, detergents or cleaning oil spills and whatnot, it's, it's not obviously called toilet soap. I'm f- I'm fascinated yeah. by that because there would be toilet soap, laundry soap, that kind of thing. And yeah, I guess so. That's exactly it. It's not laundry soap. Um, when used for cleaning, soap solubilizes particles and grime, which can then be separated from the article being cleaned. The insoluble oil fat molecules become associated inside mole- uh, micelles, tiny spheres formed from soap molecules with polar hydrophilic groups on the outside encasing uh, lipophilic, uh, which are fat-attracting po- attracting pockets, which shields the oil-slash-fat molecules from the water, making it soluble. Anything that is soluble will uh, be washed away with water. So that, I guess, is the definition of toilet soap okay. versus a surfactant soap or a soap that does other oh, other wow. things. Yeah. Do you think a lot about um, soap in the olden days? I don't, but soap is is like 2,500 years BC, I, I noticed oh, here. Wow. Yeah. Um, and for our listeners, just so you know, and I'm sure Amanda is aware of this, now I will always refer to soap as toilet soap uh, around the house because I, can't I think it's wait very. for that. Yeah, <laughs> very, that'll be great. It's very funny. When we have guests over. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I often think about it. In fact, there's a famous case, and I don't really want to get into the case sure. right now just because of the details of mm-hmm. it, but. Um, uh, a famous true crime case that actually began with um, somebody taking somebody else's bar of soap. Oh, I didn't know because that. Because it was in the 1800s. Right. And so there was quite a a scrap sure. over, over they they borrowed the soap and didn't return it. Well, soap was a high commodity well, back in the day, Well, that's just it. Right? This was like um, Victorian, like late 1800s. Sure. So I, I often think about that. Like imagine... You know, having such a reverence and mm-hmm. obviously a need for soap that, um, you know, imagine if you didn't have it. A brawl breaks out, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, um, soap, good soap. I love good soap. And it's interesting. We talked about man soap because a lot of the scents of soaps that I like aren't, you know, necessarily associated with men. I like I like floral floral scents, um, all kinds of scents, you mm-hmm. know. Um, how important is the scent of the soap to you, Amanda? For me, very important. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm i not so into floral scents. I like um, sort of the sandalwood variety, right. something earthier, uh, a patchouli-based, although I'm not really, I don't really care for patchouli. But anyway, things that are in that word, like a... Uh, a sage, a cedar, a green tea, ylang ylang even. I don't like the y- ylang ylang. We no. have That's the soap that's currently being used, the toilet soap. I that like we're, that one. You the, do? Ple- really? You're going to call it I'm the gonna toilet? I'm going to call it toilet soap. Yeah, of course. Well, that's the, its technical name. The I'm toilet call. soap in our shower. Um, 
I, no, we're not going to call it that. You may not, but I well, shall. Well, then what do I clean my toilet with? I, I hope it's not toilet soap because that's what I use for my body. You use, you use uh, other soaps, disinfectant or detergent soaps. That's toilet soap. Well, maybe for you. Yeah. What is ylang ylang? I don't know. An herb? It looks like it's a flower. Oh, maybe the it is. Kananga odorata, which is a uh, kananga tree. It comes from the, the kananga tree. Mm. So, yeah. Well, I'll be the one cleaning the toilets for the most part. So I'm going to call that toilet soap. Okay. Well, you call it what you will. I will call it the proper term. How about you call it toilet soap? <laughs> toilet soap? No. Savon de toilette. Uh, the French are really uh, well known for their French milled process of uh, making soap. Mm-hmm. Marseille is, is uh, I, I, I did a brief Well, it gets very humid. You need soap when I you're in you, France. I guess, I guess you do. Yeah. Um, so I have to answer back to an email because I got on a soap subscription uh, service and yes. I don't like the soap that they sent. I had nothing to do with this. You, she had nothing to do with it, folks. Anyway, so I got on the subscription service of the soap and they sent me eight bars of soap and I didn't love them. Which begs the question, how much soap do they think one human needs that they're sending eight bars per time? That was the introductory sort of thing. Like you get eight bars for the price of six. I see. And it was supposed to be a four month four month supply and then on oh, the fourth okay. on the fourth month they send you another supply i think of three soaps mm-hmm. to sort of get you into your s- toilet soap needs right and i didn't love the ones that we got and mm-hmm. i thought i canceled the subscription they sent me three more soaps and i don't uh, i mean i don't anticipate i'm going to like these toilet soaps so i sent an email to them and now they've sent an email back trying to woo me as a customer but mm. it's not going to happen and I just have to answer that email so so I'll do that but it's not anything of a rush let's say well I mean the worst case scenario is we just have more lovely soap I don't mind that soap that toilet soap you I'm, actually, I'm not you know I'm not calling it so you said soap. it so naturally you benefit from my love of toilet soap because you get you get a little extra toilet soap in your life I do and I don't okay because I end up using the soaps that you've decided you don't like and you're very particular. So if you're like, "Mm, I don't like it, then I take it to, we're lucky, we have two showers. So I take it to the shower that I more often use, and then I'm stuck with it. It's true. I'm not going to lie. It's true. (laughs) Um, Well, well, I'll try to save the soaps that... You've got me thinking about subscription services, though. Um, Have we ever talked about subscription services? I'm sure we have. I don't. I can't even begin to remember all the topics we've talked about on the podcast. Unfortunately, well, so, I'd love to go through the ones that I've benefited from. I don't have to name them because nobody is sponsoring our par- podcast. But things that I've chosen to do course, in subscription, of course. And I if mean, you if you like the subscription, name it because then our listeners are getting the benefit of your sort of review of it. I suppose. Um, well, one that I've actually really enjoyed, mm-hmm. maybe surprisingly, is Ipsy. I-P-S-I. S-Y. S-Y. I I sort of did it on a lark, actually now, quite a few years ago, maybe four years ago. And I really enjoy it. Maybe even five years ago. It's... um, No, it can't be that long ago. I think it might have been. Really? Maybe. It's a... It's a... Not a magazine subscription. (laughs) Of which I have many of those. It's a makeup subscription. And... um, 
they give you five products a month, which sounds like a lot, but some of them are often a sample size. And what I find is I try more things. I go through it a lot quicker than I would. Did you I mention would. it was all makeup, like makeup yeah, based? Yeah, it's, it's makeup, but then there's other things that, that sort of show up, like deodorant, full-size deodorant. Soap was one of the things, actually. Mm, and you liked Toilet the, soap. Yes, and you liked the one we got from that, actually. Okay. Um, and, uh, you know, a candle at one point came. But for the most part, it's makeup. Yeah. It's it's usually if it's if it's coming in that world, it, uh, you know, face wipes, things like that, creams, um, sunblock, lip balms for sure. So it's sort of all facial care products. And it's uh, I pay, I think, 20 something, like 24 a month or something it comes to. Actually, I think it's less than that. I think it's like 22 a month Canadian, right. which is not very much, probably like you know, 18 American. And I do love makeup. So it depends on who you are and what you like. But one of the things I like is, you know, eye makeup, you're not supposed to have it for, or or lipstick. I mean, these should not be things that you have had for years and years and years. You right. should go through them. Right. And I find when I have a smaller um, mascara, for example, then I'll use it for two, three months. I've used it up and it's done and then I can recycle it. I also, there's a lot of um, nice environmental products on there. A lot of the nail polishes um, are all natural, which is really hard to find with nail polish. Oh, is it? Okay. Yeah. Um, a lot of the products are cruelty-free and, mm -hmm. and you can tailor your choices depending on what it is that you want or what you'd like to try. Also, what kind of skin type and coloring and all of that so that you're getting products you actually want and can use. So you can really adjust your subscription each month. And I, I, the reason I'm surprised is I felt like it would be something I would do for six months and then sort of, you know, peter out. But actually, I love the products I get. And like I said, it's, it's kept me going. It, if it was a bit more money, I probably wouldn't do it. Right. But um, the only thing is every month these products come in a little makeup bag. And the bags are great, but I have so many now. But you have been using those makeup bags as gift bags for for kids and yeah, they love it. They're great little pencil cases sure. for kids or whatever they want to use them for. What I loved about that particular soap that came, that toilet soap that came in your uh, Ipsy subscription, was it? it was a triple milled soap. Okay. And for me, my favorite is triple milled soaps. I didn't know. So this is like thread count of sheets. I didn't know there was kind different of. mills. So, so can you explain that? Of course. So a triple milled soap goes through a refinement process, Amanda, that presses the soap through a mold. Mm -hmm. or th sorry, not a mold, through a mill, I should say. Okay. And this process basically squeezes all, out all the air okay. and all the moisture from that oh, soap. I so see. what happens is you get a better distribution of scent, mm -hmm. a better distribution of color if your soap happens to have a color to it. Mm -hmm. But it also means that it breaks down slower. Okay. So that milled soap, and you can tell when you hold a milled, milled soap because it's often heavier. Right. And it's it feels very smooth to me. Okay. And in fact, that bar of milled soap, toilet soap we're talking, will last longer than a regular uh, bar of soap. And so this is what you mean by man soap. What you actually is mean milled soap, yeah. is milled soap, yeah. particularly a, tri a tripled milled? A triple milled. And is there a double milled? No, is that a I, thing? I mean, uh, there could be, but the triple milled, or I think it's called the French milled soap is okay. the other term for it. And that's why 
it came to me because the the soap from France is generally triple milled or, I or see. and regarded French as milk? such. Yeah. yeah. So um well that makes sense because all of the soaps that I had before that were very glycerin based, right. handmade, somebody made them and traded me for sure. you know, um whatever, a spatula or and whatever. And sometimes that soap uh, dissipates rather quickly. It does. Even the one that I made, remember I talked about on the podcast, I was making soap. Mm-hmm. That lasted, you know, four or five washes it's and then true. it was the gone. It's true. The one you made like, didn't uh, last very yeah. long. So that's good to know. I didn't know mm. about the milling. Here, actually, I just looked online. Here, here are the benefits of triple milled soap. Tell us. Longer lasting than standard commercial or hand poured bar soap mm-hmm. because the soap contains little to no water, as I mentioned, or air. Mm-hmm. It can outlast the other types by months. Wow. The other thing is it's more solid or dense. The bar does not quickly soften, which is something else I dislike, and dissolve in the soap dish. Mm -hmm. It tends to hold up to a soap dish better. Denser soap is less porous, which means it will not turn to mush as quickly as others. If soaked in water, it may soften, but it should still stay solid when it dries. Although it may crack, and that's true, milled soap uh, does have a tendency or propensity to uh, crack. Mm -hmm. It's smoother and creamier. It's so funny because I didn't even look at this list before I said all those things. Um, It's smoother, creamier texture, feels more sensuous. And I guess that's why I really love that soap. You can feel the quality of the finished product by just holding it in your hand. Mm -hmm. And lastly, it's richer and more luxurious. It has a richer and more luxurious luxurious or or luxurious lather. Oh, I don't know. You'll notice a difference in the richness of the lather, and that's important to me too, Amanda, is the lather. I like a good, strong toilet soap lather. Wow. Okay. Back to your subscriptions. Oh, no, I enjoyed that little trip down Triple Mill Lane. Yes. Um, So I'm trying to think. So do you have subscriptions that have worked for you? I had a subscription once that you got me, and it was and it was supposed to be a subscription that was um, not not specific to any gender. That's right. And, and it, I, I yeah. was very excited about it because Amanda gets all these cool little, uh, you know, packets or boxes mm-hmm. with subscription things. So I was like, I got my own subscription, and, and? then it was like <laughs> sending me a lot of stuff that I wouldn't necessarily use, like. Uh, nail polish or yeah. um, th- th- things, barrettes, fancy barrettes and things. And it was like, this isn't really geared to, uh, you know, in, it felt very gendered. It felt very female. Yeah. yeah. Or it's hard to say that because anybody can wear sure, nail polish sure. and, do, and do anyone does wear nail polish. But there were lots of things. Actually, there's a lot of hair products. Yeah. And I don't have a lot of hair for a product. So it didn't work for me. <laughs> so we we spoke to them about mm. it and said, you know, we're really excited about your service, but everything seems really female focused. Uh, I can't remember what else was in there, but there was definitely things that were gender yeah. meant to be gender specific, and uh, and for people with long hair, and and so they um, they apologized and mm. they sent us a free box as a we're sorry, yeah. and and that box. Um, was wonderful. Was wonderful. It had sunglasses in it and lots of wonderful. Th- yeah. I think a candle. Yeah, it was great. And, yeah, and it, the whole point of that box was um, products that um, have no 
footprint on the earth. So right, things that right. biodegrade, things that are all fair trade practices, sure. um, that type of thing. So, yeah. Then I had another subscription. Should that we I, name that one? I don't even remember the name. It was of it. called an eco box. An eco box. Yeah, okay. I don't know if they're still around. But and I think that's why we were excited to get it because we thought, oh, eco box. It's going to be things for the home. Yeah. That were going to be ecological. Yeah. And then it was a lot of combs. Yeah, and, lipstick and, and yeah. nail polish. And I was like, well, this doesn't work for me necessarily. Yeah. As so. a gift for you, it yeah. wasn't as appropriate as I had hoped. Then I got one that was at that like, time. But I will say, I just want to say about that company because they sent us this gorgeous box full of things as a as a we're sorry. Yeah. I would absolutely recommend them because their customer service was great. And hopefully they found more products. Oh, and don't get me wrong. The products that they did send mm -hmm. were top notch. We're still using some yeah. of them. Yeah. Which ones are we using? I found a, a knife and fork traveling set today as I was cleaning the kitchen. I've been doing a major purge of things in the house. And... Uh, I found that. Um, we have wooden sunglasses. Oh, yeah, the wooden those sunglasses. Those things have been around a long since we got them, and mm. they travel all the time with us. So those ones are great. Those are a few things I can think of. I had a subscription to a tie. I think it was like a – it was a specific – once again, here was a specific subscription for – geared towards men mm -hmm. though the products could be used by either either gender or any genders if they wanted but mm -hmm. it was very Thai focused so it was like ties and wallets and then I was like okay after like the fourth box I was like I don't need any more ties right clearly I don't need more wallets <laughs> and then how many wallet like a wallet subscription who would need that no I think it sent one wallet and then like a a, mm -hmm. um, a money clip okay but then a lot of that stuff is was sports focused too, right? And they would send socks, so it was like ties and socks. And I was like, surely you can think of more than just ties or socks or cufflinks. Mm -hmm. And because they were very sports focused too, and I don't really follow a lot of sports teams, I was a little bit like, Ugh, I canceled them too. I'm trying to remember the name of that snack subscription box. Oh, I don't even remember this. Oh, I think I remember it. I'm, we, I'm actually messaging our friends right now. Who who ordered this? Who who recommended it? Um, no, they used to use it, and we used to use it for. We went through a real phase. They they were on it for a long time. It was a lot of like chocolate covered cashews right. and things like that. Um, and they they got really into it. it was like nuts and cookies i love nuts yeah especially if you cover them in chocolate they're great i can't remember what what that one was called mm -hmm. but we got that we spent about a year with that one now what's the one you get a big box that's always fun to open i do and i'm hesitant to talk about okay. that but i'm but i will it's called the fab fit fun box i see you know, I got roped into it through a friend. I shouldn't say roped into it, but um, she offered me, it was like $15 in a free box. Um, and so I was said, okay, fine, I'll do it. And got a box for 15 bucks and then went, okay, I'll sign on. You know, then they get sure. all your info. And I thought, okay, I'll buy it. I'll, I'll do this. It's an interesting one. Um, they tend to, in their marketing, you target a lot of like influencer people. And there's a lot of unboxing and stuff. Sure. So, um, I don't think all the products are, although, you know, some of them are, but I don't know if they have quite an uh, ecological component to them as I some see. other boxes. But every time I think I'm going to cancel that subscription, I do get a box. And the truth is I open it up and kind of go, okay, yeah, maybe. And then I end up really loving a lot of those products. Okay. 
So I've gotten both of those bathrobes that I have are both from them. The soft, the soft, the soft one, one? Okay. and the satiny one. Oh, the They're satiny one. Both from one. them, okay. yeah. Because you can go, it'll be like, okay, it's you know, it's a big business that one, and they'll be like, okay, and it's definitely um, gendered, like it's definitely targeted to it's to women. Yeah, it's yeah, like the clothing is like it's not just clothing, but right. um, you know, hair product, a lot of creams and facial creams and stuff. But you can go on and you can pick the stuff you want. It ends up being like ninety bucks. Ouch. Yeah, so it's always a is it worth it kind of thing mm, for I me. I don't think so. But I end up loving it okay. every time. So once I get a dud box, I'll probably cut it off. Okay. I've had a couple of repeat things in the boxes. And there's always things I don't really use uh, on the smaller things. But if you can go and click on the things you want, then that's kind of fun. It's a little bit like, you know, a mini Christmas when you get one. So Here's what I would love. I would love a reasonably priced flower subscription bouquet that's thing. a great idea. And I don't think Do I think have it? I think in the US they have them. Yeah, it's harder in Canada. But it's harder in Canada because we're cool, cold. Cold and and you know mm-hmm. flowers are just pricey. So anything that I've looked into that it's like you might as well just get it from a local florist because it's going to cost you the same and you know flowers are not inexpensive. So you're going to look at you know over $80 for such a subscription. So it's kind of for me, cost prohibitive, but mm-hmm. um, how lovely would it be to get like a a little plant a or month, flower yeah. subscription? A once a month bouquet would be a really mm-hmm. great idea. There's an underwear subscription box Ooh. that I'm actually interested in that is um, biodegradable underwear. Oh, so you wear it once and you bury it? No, you actually, it, it's, they say it lasts a long time. Okay. I actually had it in my um, my Christmas wish list this year, I think. Um, let me see if I can find it. But yeah, it's biodegradable underwear and um, and they send you like three every month or something like that. So eventually that would be all your underwear. I don't know. Like apparently you can wear it a lot and then you bury it and it's fine. Great. Or you put it in the compost and it's fine. Imagine all the little burial spots you have in your backyard for all the underwear that you Oh, that's just my underwear. No problem. <laughs> don't worry about that. Yeah. So I'm not really sure about that one, but I know that that one exists. Um, I want, I, there's sorry. a lot of food ones. We we have partaken, partook mm-hmm. in the food boxes. Mm-hmm. We have. And we tend to, I rotate between two or three of them. And I will say with food subscription boxes, now there's Three major ones. There's a few that deliver to our area. And what I'm talking about is the meal kits. You know the ones. Good food, hello food, happy food. Hello food. Isn't there one called hello food? There definitely is not. Hello food. Hello food, hello subscription. Happy food. Happy food. These are all made up names. Good food is not. So should I just name them? You can name them. This is the Patreon episode. Okay. It feels like I'm plugging them. No, they take everything with a grain of salt. Our patrons are no. That this By the is, way, all these meal kits want you to add a grain of salt to everything. That's a lot about seasoning. Uh, the three I rotate between are HelloFresh, Chef's Plate, and Good Food. Currently, anyway. And what I do is I, yeah, if this is the Patreon, that's right. I get a discount. Insider tip. This is how I do it. I get a discount. And it'll usually be, right now for me, it'll usually be reactivation. You always get a discount to, to join. But... 
um, after you've all you've joined them and done the you know thirty percent off or your next four weeks or whatever it ends up being, you cancel it. Well, once you cancel it, after about a month or two, they want you back. So they'll say, "Hey, reactivate now, and your next two boxes are half off or whatever it ends up being." So I'll I'll ride that code and do it for two weeks or whatever our schedule is, and then I'll deactivate that, and then I ha- usually at that point have a code for the next one do my month or whatever, a couple of weeks, deactivate that, then do the third one. So Amanda's working the system, in other words. Deactivate that. And she, usually by the time the third one's deactivated, they, they're offering me codes back on the first box one. number A. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so she's she's maximizing her box potential by uh, I never the, pay full price no. for them. I don't. The thing is about them is it, with inflation, they're actually a good deal there because you go. if you if you do protein, especially if you're mm-hmm. eating, if you're vegetarian, I don't know if they're a great deal, but if you're eating meat or want to eat any meat, then they're a good deal because, um, you know, they're a good deal for all the reasons they'll tell mm-hmm. you that they're a good deal and that they're giving you all the ingredients and there's no waste because you're using it all. And that's true to a certain degree. But um and they've become all a bit more environmentally sound. When they first Thank started, goodness. a lot yeah. of them had a lot of prepackaging. Right. They've minimized that to some degree. But, um, yeah, they are a good deal because if you were to, you know, buy chicken breasts or some, mm-hmm. you know, whatever, sure. ground turkey, then it's it's a better – it's actually cheaper or as cheap than than buying it at the grocery store for us anyway where right. we live and what prices are so for us it works out and also because it's just you and I I think if I were feeding a family it might feel it'd be a different story maybe well, I don't know Amanda thank you for sharing all that uh, subscription mm-hmm. um, services that you you get the underwear that you're going to purchase and bury and our <laughs> toilet soap talk that's <laughs> all we have time for on this particular Patreon episode thank you all for listening we hope this episode was able to make you feel cleaner and um, also realize that you can probably bury your biodegradable underwear, which I think is hilarious. And also, of course, we hope it helped you sleep.